Welcome to episode 15 of season two. If you've just joined, this is Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram, and I'm Temperance at A Tired Witch on Instagram. <laughs> well, hello, Temperance. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, I'm doing so great. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> If this is your first episode with us, congratulations. You found the sexiest podcast um, just to exist in the witchcraft community. So congratulations. You're hot. Uh, <laughs> but every single week we talk about the upcoming lunar phases uh, that are closest to us and kind of what that can mean for our practice. As another mm-hmm. purpose, this is not in relationship to our personal zodiac signs or some like I don't know, like what an astrological reading, what it is, is just how we can use the moon phase and its astrological meaning in our practice. So that being said, we have the new moon in Virgo on September 6th. And Virgo moons in general, whether they're full or new, are a really, really good time to focus on magic that involves order, organization, self-care, our physical health, um, and kind of finding ways to uh, forgive ourselves for past mistakes and be better service to others. So... (laughs) Um, if you are looking to do magic in this new moon, a great time would be to make like a pro and con list. Do magic um, that is inviting new sort of routines into your life. So this could be things like, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It could be things like doing new moon magic that is like, I'm going to set a goal for myself to get my entire house clean this month, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. And the magic that you're doing is simply just a motivational placeholder to kind of perpetuate that forward. You can also do magic that is service to others. So if, let's say... I don't know, your best friend has been struggling a lot lately. Mm -hmm. This might be a really great time to do magic for that person that is going to kind of help heal them. Um, Yeah, both emotionally and physically as well. But you know how I feel about health spells. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Do them with... um, a realistic brush, if you will. So don't do a spell that's going to cure somebody of cancer. And that is not because I am anti that per se, but it's more you're setting yourself Mm -hmm. up to get frustrated and feel as though your magic is somehow invalid. And also we do magic Mm -hmm. with realistic expectations here. Remember, you are witches, not miracle workers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Burgers are all about being very realistic so that makes sense yes yeah and uh, you know what i mean we've talked about this before i i posted that video the other day on instagram about the if you're a witch then why haven't you cured covid and it's like well well jerry (laughs) that's because (laughs) i am not god Uh, (laughs) but you can do healing magic in a realistic sense that is kind of there as a form of protection for that friend a boost for that friend Mm -hmm. i mean shit you can even do it for yourself virgo new moon is also doing these sort of magical things for ourselves because it is focusing on order health etc so yeah Mm -hmm. 
give give yourself a new moon that I is that. a healing moon. <laughs> a healing moon. <laughs> Heal yourself. Heal yourself, friends. <laughs> Why did I say that so sexy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, save um, it for later. I'm going to go yeet myself <laughs> off a building now, everyone. Let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> If you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of them. Hearing others' opinions helps us form our own opinions, or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So this week we're talking about the Ace of Swords. On this card, you will see a cloud with a hand poking through, holding up a sword. This sword is topped with a crown in greenery. In the background of the card, there is a there is a mountain range. The universal keywords on this of this card are new ideas, beginnings, breakthroughs, and mental clarity. The aces and tarot for me are about new beginnings and the start of a new cycle. And how I view the sword suit can be fairly different from some readers. For myself, it deals with mental health and taking charge. Ooh. So. When this ace comes up for me, it shows that someone or myself is ready to take charge of a certain aspect of their life. It usually pops up when things aren't going right and we are ready to make some meaningful changes, go through with an idea of ours, or we feel as though we, because we don't feel as though we are being listened to or heard, so we're, you know, taking charge of the situation so that we are. Mm-hmm. When we get ready to fight for the things that we want and prepare ourselves to tackle the hurdles that are in front of us, um, you know, just getting that sort of energy going before we do it. Um, oh my gosh, I just brain farted. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> But, you know, of course. Listen, this is I, a- I will reiterate <laughs> what I told you before we started, which is that mm-hmm. we're both moms, okay? We both have mom brain, which means we <laughs> are officially bimbos, okay? We're both crazy fucking hot, obviously. Look at me. Obviously. <laughs> Look at Maria. <laughs> and we're both so fucking stupid. So, listen, it is not easy being breezy, you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> <laughs> we're basically the guys from night at the roxbury at this point we're literally so hot it's so dumb it is ridiculous i don't know if you've noticed but i have boobs now i'm very attractive (laughs) that's so funny yeah you do anyways (sighs) okay mom brain activate <laughs> of course <laughs> since you know this is an ace no real, real world energy has been put towards it which means that energy may not lead us anywhere if we aren't utilizing it so if you feel like taking charge and you want to go through with it go through with it because you never know if like that mentality will eventually die down mm-hmm. so how do you view this card robin dear? This is one of my cards that 
I view as pretty much just the traditional meaning, um, if that makes sense. So aces are all about the mental end of things. As we've talked about with aces multiple times, they are all set for potential, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. it gives us... I, I don't really like the idea of it being new beginnings, new projects, because... That's what all aces are. They're all the new Mm -hmm. start, the beginning of something. And I feel like that's like redundant and not unique to the Ace of Swords. But I do think that it is like mm, the potential for like um, this mental breakthrough and it's what you do with it. Right. So you've had Mm -hmm. this rush of ideas or you're finally seeing things really clearly for the first time. And now if you're able to put a little pressure on it, you can take that new knowledge and move forward in a like swift and clear cut kind of way um it is very much so like vision and force and focusing in a very intense way and just like any of the aces we are handed this opportunity to to use that mental clarity for something you know enlightening and new and it's all about us to continue to push forward with that new kind of sense of potential if that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> take charge of that mental clarity do something Yeehaw. with it <laughs> once again Ooh. i am ending this segment in a very weird way okay <laughs> if they've been with us for a while they're used to it i'm it's sorry fine. guys am i horny <laughs> is this the horniest episode ever <laughs> just turns her on is that a sword in your pocket or are you happy to see me (laughs) oh god no Before we get started on this segment of our sexy topic of discussion, because apparently I'm super horny today, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I it's the have, boobs. It's the boobs. It's my big milky milkers, um, milfy milker, <laughs> whatever they are. My tits. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, oh my god um (laughs) i have a couple of announcements so the first one is is that if you haven't seen on social media um myself and temperance alden will be doing a book signing in portland oregon on september 13th at 2 p.m at Seagrape Apothecary. So if you're in the PDX area and you either don't have our books and you want to get a copy mm-hmm. and you can get a signed one, you can come there and get one. Or if you have one of our books and you'd like to get it signed, you can come there and you can get them signed. Um, I think it's going to be really fun, um, especially considering everybody thinks that I am temp and temp is me. So I think it's uh, going to be good times. <laughs> um and finally to prove once and for all that we are not actually the same person because we will be seen in the same room at the same time (laughs) um (laughs) uh, the other thing is maria and i have been lightly discussing the idea of when season three comes out 
doing some pins and totes. And I posted yes. about this today on Instagram and we had some really cool ideas that people suggested. And so mm-hmm. I guess my point is, is if you have a pin or tote idea that you think would be fucking sick, um, let us know. Go to Coffee and Cauldron's pot or Instagram and DM us your ideas or comment on the post that I posted. Um, I'm in shadow ban hell. So yeah, it, it, <laughs> same. It, I'm so badly shadow banned. Uh, I had one too many posts do well and Instagram was like, can't be having that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it, so angry. yeah Anyways, so if you guys because of that my point is with the shadow ban is because of that you might not have seen the post because they are suppressing it massively and so you mm-hmm. can go over there comment on it and let us know if you think that would be some pretty cool ideas because we think it'd be pretty cool um and then the the final thing i'm going to say before we get into this topic is uh i've been reading the reviews on apple podcast i fucking love you guys actually incredible um they're so sweet they're really so sweet and we just want to remind you guys that things like that like going and rating the podcast on apple podcast is how we get seen by more people and how the podcast is able to like continue forward and so not only thank you to the people who have done that in the past but if you're able those little things help us in such a massive way and we just appreciate it very much very very Um, much yeah so that's that's it that's that's all i had to say which was 700 (laughs) things Uh, (laughs) it was literally three and a half straight minutes of announcements and i am sorry so maria what are we talking about today (laughs) (laughs) so this week we're gonna talk about something we have touched on in the past but it is such an important discussion to be had before we fully immerse ourselves in like the witchy season especially you know many newer witches start around this time and you know we all want to do all the things so we're going to talk about creating a sustainable practice um so do you have what's what's one of your tips my one of my tips one of my tips is to be very fucking realistic um witchcraft is a craft um and therefore it is a skill and with both crafts and skills you have to do it often right Mm -hmm. but not not a ton you don't have to get fucking elaborate with it but you do need to do it regularly Mm -hmm. to continue to hone that skill and work on that craft you know think of it like i don't know fucking jogging right Mm -hmm. when if you if you only jog once a month (laughs) you're (laughs) not gonna be able to go that far that fast but if you took you know little walks let's say every single day or you jogged twice a week you know what i mean that Mm -hmm. that's gonna keep those muscles going so that way you can do the longer jog once a month um it doesn't have to be this massive insane like fucking casting a circle of salt (laughs) every time just doing little things every day like (laughs) taking a quiet two minutes at your altar lighting a candle lighting some incense or even just sitting there in quiet contemplation at your altar is still doing something yeah i think embracing the practical you know embracing practical and simple magic is important movies and books can make us think that we have to do like these grand rituals to do results and 
but most of the time that's not the case and well yes you know we have to take the and we need to take that time out for ourselves to be mm-hmm. magical but it isn't always feasible to do like as you said these huge rituals this doesn't it's just mean not you, realistic yeah yeah but um we just have to be more realistic with the time that we do have available for it. Yeah. You know, as a chronic illness, which myself, I find that, you know, like 10 minute rituals are like far more like powerful and potent than like maybe an hour one, because I don't have the energy to contribute to that sort of spell work most of the time. Um, but taking I those do. 10 minutes to be magical and indulge in my practice is amazing. I, I'm so jealous. I actually do. Um, every <laughs> single morning I wake up, I invoke 17 gods and goddesses at once. Um, I, and I do a three hour ritual every single morning. Um, because if I'm not <laughs> doing that... If I'm not doing that, Maria, then people will know that I'm actually 700 years old because my body will age. And I can't be having that. Retinol can only go so far. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) But um, I also think, like, a lot of witches get caught up in the aesthetics in wanting mm. to have like all the things. And I promise, babe, like you do not need that $200 amethyst slab or to get rid of like your whole personality in order to fit a witchy persona. Mm-hmm. Like our crafts should never contribute to debt and we should embrace our Massively. personal and unique witchy personalities, you know. <laughs> I find thrifting such an amazing resource for, you know, amazing decorative decorative witchy pieces that are like mm-hmm. one of kind. And, you know, slowly maybe buying tumbled stones is a great start. Buy some tumbled quartz, some amethyst, obsidian, sodiolite, and red jasper. And then you have like the major crystals like, you know, for color correspondences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or in a real pinch, you know, go to if you live near a creek, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. creeks often have natural tumbled quartz right there on the creek bed. You got to look for it, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's not going to be there. I mean, are you're probably you to, ugh. I know I've said this so many times, but we have to often remember that pagans witches i mean fucking even just wiccans from what 40 years ago Mm -hmm. um they didn't have these like amazing (laughs) metaphysical shops that we have now and they made do they didn't have fucking hand poured soy wax candles infused (laughs) with the the blood of virgins like they didn't have these things did some of them maybe make these things absolutely but if we look back in time like 300 Mm -hmm. years ago right and we take things like candle magic for example candles were precious household commodities that were not wasted okay Mm -hmm. so is candle magic important and valid yes it is however if we actually take the nuance of like history into it there is an actual reason why candle magic magic appears and things like color correspondence in said magic although Mm -hmm is amazing if you have the ability to use it is not necessarily necessary because Mm -hmm. 
it's not always uh, realistic or sustainable, especially if we're taking historical mm-hmm. context into it. So your practice is not less valid because all you can afford is some white tea lights. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, 100%. It's so easy to get caught up in doing it right based off of aesthetics because of the internet. And while, Mm -hmm. let's say, my altar is pretty and Maria's altar is pretty, we've also had decades of time to slowly collect the items that make our altar Mm -hmm. pretty. We didn't get, I didn't get this shit yesterday. This is something (laughs) that has taken a lot of time. And quite frankly, my altar, I think, looks like shit right now. Because I'm in a tiny space and a lot of my shit is stored because that's just not realistic for my home. Um, Mm -hmm. And so these are the sort of things you have to remind yourself. Don't compare yourself to others and remember that, you know, a a tea light candle and prayer is just as valid as, you know, some grandly designed altar that was, you know, curated Mm -hmm. over a decade. (laughs) Exactly. It's about your relationship with your guides, your deities, your goddesses and gods. And yeah. where that formulates, not about you having a $90 cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> but mom, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I have a $90 cauldron. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not saying I don't do get not. one. I do. I have a big one. <laughs> Um, and I want a bigger one for our backyard when we move. And um, Frank told oh, me absolutely not. And I was like, "What if we just Rude. did though?" They're like six hundred dollars, Maria. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's really an investment. They go over like fire or like six hundred dollars. And he was like, "Hey, get hey, fucked. hey, hey, hey!" <laughs> I'm sure, like where you're moving to that there's gonna be like thrift shops that might have some in there for you i mean i I don't know we'll see i'm gonna look i have a huge feeling that i'm gonna this is gonna be one of those things that i like continuously bring up to him until i wear him down (laughs) and then he just lets me get it um or which is healthy he's and just normal. surprised by it one day yeah <laughs> oh my god somebody dropped off this giant cauldron and fireplace kit and he's like nobody did that and i'm like they did actually they actually did this man in a trench coat which i'm pretty sure was three kids in a trench coat showed up at my door knocked on it and was like robin valentine and i was like yes sir <laughs> tiny sirs in a trench coat and they said this is for you okay i don't know what to tell you (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny marriage tips for me (laughs) (laughs) but also like uh, as i was saying as you know some witches get really caught up in the identity of being a witch and mm-hmm. they like lose a sense of self when they first mm-hmm. get in their practice like if you were drawn to wearing like rainbow clothes and love or lo- love like minimalist spaces eventually you're going to hate all the goth witchy things that you picked up to wear and to decorate your space with being a witch doesn't change who you are or your uniqueness the whole point of witchcraft is you know getting outside of the box society has put us in not like shoving yourself in a new one so don't feel like you have to be a certain type of witch to be a witch Mm -hmm. you're already one yeah yeah um yeah absolutely i i do think that it is really easy and i know especially right now we are officially in autumn 
right? That started today. Mm-hmm. Today's September first. No, no, I think it starts on the twenty second. Twenty second. Just kidding. September. But you know what? Listen, guys. Twenty <laughs> first. Season, season started August first. Let's be real. Um, yes. Yes. So we're no, August. <laughs> Maria and I lovingly, and I mean it lovingly, refer to mm-hmm. as witch season. And with with mm-hmm. witch season, you'll have people that are suddenly very, very gung-ho because they're excited and there's nothing wrong with that. But because of that, you'll have people that are in a little bit more of a position of privilege, let's say financially, that are able mm-hmm. to go out and use their fucking Nikon camera to take beautiful pictures and... I don't even mean you. I don't mean you. I mean... I don't mean you. I have a Nikon too. <laughs> but my point is you'll have my point is you'll have somebody who already has that Nikon camera, right? Yes. So they're already set yes. up. They have photography skills. Because maybe they, like me, dropped out of our school. And so they have the bare minimum knowledge of how to use a fucking DSLR. Um They'll they'll have these inherent you know advantages to start off with, and then let's say they're a little financially well off, they can go and get a cool alter space stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to go, well, what the fuck? Brittany over here has been practicing for two months, and she, look how much stuff she has, and how beautiful this all is. <laughs> and so true. It's true, and it's so easy to get caught. I mean, shit. I, I can practice. I was gonna say I still get caught up in that shit. <laughs> me too like some new witch will start like or at least like start on like social media and be like look at my altar space and it's like you literally just started practicing a week ago what the hell and like good for you mama but what the fuck i I would like that it's not fair Like eight years in my practice, my altar, and this is like really and truly a real struggle bus moment for all of you. Um, for like a eight, for real though, for like eight years of my practice, my altar was like a teensy tiny shoebox that was at the bottom of the drawer in my dresser, mm-hmm. and. It stayed hidden in there because I I was not out and proud about my practice. And it was this Mm -hmm. little teeny tiny thing. Like I had 700 roommates. Not a single one of them knew that I was a practicing witch. um, Because I I kept it like in a confined space. And if you had seen my room then, my room was bright and fun. And like while I've always been a goth kid, I've also been two sides of the goth kid where i love like fucking anime and pastel colors and bright shit but then i only dress in black Mm -hmm. (laughs) so (laughs) you know what i mean my point is is don't get Mm -hmm. caught up in what other people are doing or what their shit looks like because aesthetics are aesthetics and they're wonderful and great and if you develop that on your own in your own time Mm -hmm. excellent but that is not a marker of somebody's practice yeah exactly 100% 100% I completely agree it's just not um, it's not and I think like being realistic with what magic is capable of is really important going into the season you know many new witches think that you know magic is the simple solution to all their life problems that mm-hmm. they will do a spell and miraculously everything will be better they'll have the guy they'll have the girl 
they'll, you know, be rich and all this. But, you know, the thing is, though, we still have to be realistic and to take some responsibility. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure the things we are asking for are most of the most of the time in alignment with with what we actually need and not what we want. And to Mm -hmm. make sure we are still putting forth that real world energy after um, the spell is done to bring it to fruition. You know, your guides and energies around you can only do so much. It will still Mm -hmm. be up to you to do that little extra stuff to show that, you know, that you are worth the spell coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, you know, there are exceptions to this, such as like wish magic, but that kind of magic can be very um, unreliable. And, Mm -hmm. you know, let's not forget, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and also remember, I know I, I, I posted about this the other day too, is that manifestation is not the only aspect of witchcraft. A lot of witchcraft Mm -hmm. is just doing things like, building a connection with um the land building a connection with whatever deities gods guides whatever that you work with it Mm -hmm. is it's about the dedication and with the dedication Mm -hmm. we are then able to ask for things Um, exactly and you know doing little things like uh i know i've talked i talked about this a lot last year i stopped doing it over like the last 10 months um, because I was mm-hmm. pregnant and it was um, not something that I physically was able to do. But um, mm-hmm. uh, for me, I work a lot with spirits um, and the dead. Uh, and so I do mm-hmm. things like cleaning up uh, abandoned graves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember I talked about that massively, but that or for a while there, I was explaining it to the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And my point is, is that that is an example of my craft that mm-hmm. is not manifestation. It is the giving back. It is doing the the work of building the relationship. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's going to look different for everybody's practice. You know, mm-hmm. it's all very much so depending on you, but a huge part of witchcraft has nothing to do with like manifesting shit. It has to do with mm-hmm. building that relationship. And that's what's important there. Yeah. I really think that, you know, some witches get so caught up in like the spell work aspect and forget to actually go out into nature and like spend time with it. And, you know, that's the whole point is like to connect with, as you said, connect with the land, with the spirits, with, you know, the divine and um, learning to be mindful of yourself and those around you. Mm-hmm. Supernatural or not. Yeah. Yeah, massively. And I think that um, like I know I've, I've tweeted this a bunch, but we're all servants of the land, regardless of what path that you follow, regardless of what, you know, you're. I don't know what your life looks like. Um, Mm -hmm. We need to be respectful of that. So being servants of the land takes so many different forms. This could be Mm -hmm. breaking for birds. This could Mm -hmm. be going out and Mm -hmm. once a month picking up trash on the side of the road. Um, Yeah. It it all takes different forms. (laughs) Yeah. Like I went to the beach with my family over the summer and I... I love like spending time at the beach and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, 
connecting with the land and the mm-hmm. water and all that. But I make it a point to like if I'm leaving the beach, I will pick up trash as I go, you know, like mm-hmm. bottles and all that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just doing that little extra step to show that you are actually appreciative and, you know, yeah, worthy of the energy the world lends you. Yeah. I mean, I know mm-hmm. like a lot of not a lot of but some witches will go to an extreme and be like you have to be a vegan who lives eco-friendly and like that's not realistic um and while like i'm a vegan (laughs) i am i that is my choice that i choose to make that and i don't look down on people who aren't so like please do ignore Mm -hmm. people who scream at you that sort of thing it's all about doing what we can do that is realistic so maybe you're making the choice to have a meat-free dinner once a month, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the choice is that you are going and picking up trash. Maybe the choice is that you're going and cleaning up graves, um, breaking for birds, that sort of stuff, uh, donating mm-hmm. to an animal cool. shelter. Those, yeah, the or even that, helping people too. Like yeah, helping or even just your helping fellow people. humans. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about doing what we can do in a realistic for us way. And that's mm-hmm. going to look different for everybody. You know what I yeah. mean? And the way you're doing it is not less than as long as you're doing something. Oh, I love that. It's true, though. Like people, they get so crazy about stuff. And it's like. <laughs> With you saying that, I'm just imagining the next couple of months. Oh my god, I literally already extra crazy. You know what I'm talking about for what's not stirring my cauldron this week, and like, uh, (laughs) oh yeah, we're gonna get into that. (laughs) Love it. I don't. It makes me want to fling myself off a fucking building. It makes me so mad. It makes me mad too, but I love hearing you rant. It's the best. God, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I think our, our main message here, guys, is remember it's not all about manifesting. Remember it's not all about stuff. Mm-hmm. And remember it's about... Be practical. Find, be practical. Find a routine for you that is about taking the time and the energy, which is going to look different for everyone, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's yes. yeah, and you can do this. You don't you have do to be it. a seasonal witch. You can you be can a witch. Create a sustainable practice. You yes. can do it, and for that, we commend you. <laughs> Good job. We're proud of you. So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron right now? So, <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> but, so I am like absolutely excited for all the new Halloween per minute decor I'll be picking up. Yes. I know. I literally just talked about watching wow. our wallets, which I will be, which I will be. She's I never lying, go guys. overboard. She's going into debt. <laughs> she is rumbling with debt. <laughs> I stay within my means, but I mean, I cannot wait to go like Halloween decor hunting, you know, yes. this weekend. The past few years, like 
Michaels and TJ Maxx seem to be like the winners for best mm-hmm. overall decor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be Target, but their quality has like gone downhill and has gotten like rather cartoonish mm-hmm. when it comes to the season. I also feel like they don't put as much stuff out as they used to and like they take it down and put up Christmas stuff midway through October, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Yeah, but this is not stirring. Um, this is stirring, so I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but you know, I feel like Michaels has like the best mix of things. They aren't just like cartoony, but it looks like normal decorations, like anyone would have up all year round. If you know what I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like, oh no, for lack of a better term, it's classy, but it it's it's not corny. It's just stuff like you would find, like if you went to a haunted house, like you'd be like, oh, look at that sign, you know, mm-hmm. and then you can find out Michael's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, I actually cried actual tears this year because I didn't get the things I wanted already. Um, and the stuff's already selling out because people are going ham this year because of COVID last year. So, um, Yeah. I I'm well, with they you, did girl. it last year too. Like I feel like people this... like companies aren't picking up on how much we love Halloween. Well, in I think season. what it is is that last year people <laughs> spent less money because of financial oh, situations, yeah. Yeah, and so they true. and so they were like, well, you know what I mean. Stuff's just not selling, so next year we'll have to you know reflect that accordingly. And in reality. Um, every there's just not enough product and I I cried so anyway (laughs) very normal very first world problem of me (laughs) (laughs) but no I'm really excited and I can't wait to like I I usually decorate by now but Mm -hmm. August was uh, rough (laughs) like we were out yeah we were out my family got sick it was a mess but yeah but now i can start decorating i'm gonna start decorating next week and i'm so excited i'm gonna put my bats up all over the walls i'm gonna put cobwebs everywhere yes it's gonna be magical and then i'm I'm gonna make my wife watch watch halloween movies every single day until she's like, can we not watch The Haunted Mansion for the fifth time? And I'll be no. like, no, you're going to sit here and watch it with me. Absolutely <laughs> not. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, my word. Exciting. <laughs> So, Robin, what is stir? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> that was the sexiest you've ever done this. <laughs> one second, one second. So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron this week? I can't stand your ass. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm Uh, sorry, I miss my calling as like uh, one of those late night radio show people being (laughs) hot, sexy singles in your area. You like literally could have done that and been a millionaire, and now you're just some internet witch. Uh, Fool. uh, (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) Shout 
out bandwidth. So think of it. Oh my god. Well, what's not scaring my children this week? Uh, I hate grifters. Um, and grifting, if you are not familiar, is when you pretend to be a part of a community or be a part, or or or, or you create a scenario specifically with the intention of making money off of people. Um, if you guys had not seen, I did a video about the witch's call. I had like a million people being like, what's the witch's call? And it's like a scam. It's a fucking scam. That's the point of the joke. Uh, so it sounds recently, like the whole 5D thing. Oh my God. It makes me, it literally makes me so furious. So the witch's call is, uh, a mm-hmm. video that was well it's not a video but uh, anyway there was somebody on tiktok did a video where (laughs) it got uh, (laughs) 1.7 million views maria what 1.7 million views talking about the quote witches call and how the witches call is coming and how witches chose to be born into mundane families and you're going if you're one of those witches you're going to be waking up now which is QAnon levels of psychotic bullshit first of all secondly it is perpetuating the idea which is a very common one on white mm-hmm. supremacists within our community of certain witches having a more pure but bloodline and this is not to be confused with hereditary witchcraft it is the idea mm-hmm. that you are literally the reincarnate of a more pure fucking witch from 400 years ago and you are awakening now it is psychotic and i mean that with no sense of irony it is not a healthy or realistic mindset. I, mm. um, it is perpetuating a very toxic and negative idea that if you somehow do not hear the witch's call, that you're less valid. <laughs> Witchcraft is a spiritual practice, okay, that anyone can perform. Okay, mm-hmm. the the idea that you are going to hear some fucking ringing in your ears that doesn't stop, that's called tinnitus. Go see a fucking doctor. Okay, that is not the witch's <laughs> call. That is a medical condition. Coincidentally, this witch literally, I swear to God, you can't even write this shit. And people just ate it up. She goes, oh. okay. I'm composing myself. What she said was, <laughs> and serendipitously, I happen to have just launched a course that 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 is going to perfectly explain all of this stuff to you and how you can utilize it. This is the definition. What? This is a case study on fucking grifting. She has created the problem, which is you're going to hear the witch's call and sold you the solution, which is, but come take my fucking course so you can learn all about the witch's call. It's grifting. It is scam artist stuff to take advantage of people who every fucking year, Maria and I say this around spooky season, people find witchcraft. There is nothing wrong with that. It it, mm-hmm. it happens a lot. You you've got the, the the autumnal air. You have the spookiness going on. Things like fucking spirit of Halloween at Home Goods is selling all this witchy kind of stuff. The call in that respect is you feel called to look a little deeper into witchcraft, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the idea of it being a literal call 
a literal ringing in your ears fucking hocus pocus <laughs> bullshit um, is that's grifting. They're taking advantage of you and don't let them do that. And uh, that is, of course, not to say that the victims are at fault for falling for that sort of thing. But we as a community yeah. need to not tolerate that. And simultaneously, the idea, like I said, of a witch being more pure because she heard some fictional fucking call is literally how white supremacy exists within our community because mm -hmm. the, 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 the allegory of fucking Death Eaters in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter <laughs> is literally what it is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh well i'm the descendant of an actual witch that that you didn't burn like shut the fuck up no you're not your name is jennifer and you're from ohio okay and there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that but you are not better than anybody else and the the perpetuation of witches being more superior than other witches is absolutely dangerous and harmful and it makes me livid it makes me so angry and again, it's not to confuse people with hereditary witchcraft where somebody was born into a family of practicing pagans or witches. That's a real thing. But what that is, mm -hmm. is just no different than somebody being born into Catholicism. They got a head start on the education. But that doesn't mean people mm -hmm. can't convert to Catholicism later in life. That's all it is. Exactly. It, mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? It, people think that being a hereditary witch is some like hierarchical. No, you just got a head start. That's all it is. It's still real. It's still valid. Okay. But yeah. Ugh, the idea. I am a re reincarnate of the witch you didn't burn. <laughs> Have you learned literally anything about the witch trials? Because if you had, you would know that not a lot of actually no witches were burned in the United States. Not one. Um, and in Europe, very few were burned. It was mostly actually hanging, and that is pop culture lore. <laughs> but what do I know? I'm just a dummy. I'm just a bimbo, like we talked about earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and those big boobs. <laughs> That's my big boobs, guys. Um, I don't know anything. But yeah, it really that Ugh. that's what's not stirring my cauldron. It's literally somebody taking advantage especially on tiktok where it's predominantly mm -hmm. young people this mm -hmm. the creator is like an older person they're at least in their 40s i'm not saying that they're old i'm saying they are older than the majority of the tiktok demographic who meaning they is, should know better not only <laughs> should they know better but they know exactly what they're fucking doing they know exactly yep. what they're fucking doing, and that is disgusting to me. Makes me so mad. <laughs> I anyway. agree. And it's just going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Yay, witchy season. <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. There are no gnats for me to choke on while I do this. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> As a it's casual reminder, don't fucking message us <laughs> asking to be on here. Even if you offer to pay us, it's annoying and rude. And these are creators that we find on our own. So that being mm -hmm. said, Maria, who are you loving this week? 
So I actually, for the first time ever, have found someone on TikTok. (laughs) So they are Salt Wave Spanish Moss. And they actually tell like ghost story. Well, the history and and ghost stories behind specific places. And so I really love that sort of thing. And I listen to a lot of podcasts that are like that. And yeah, I just I really love their content. And the history, the haunted history behind places. I love that. Like 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, Mine this week, I have no fucking idea how to pronounce. So I'm going to just spell it. (laughs) And we can (laughs) go from there. I don't know what language this is. So I am in in ignorance to that. So I will just spell it. It is K-S-I-E-Z-Y-C-O-L-I-C-A. They take photography I just almost said photography photos. They take photos. Um, They are a photographer. And they are, like, so moody and very, like, witch of the woods adjacent. Um, They actually have a post that they did that is, like, Black Phillip. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like a like a goat with the big horns and they're dancing with the goat. I love it. It's so, so pretty. Beautiful. I mean, their photos are just very much so like moody and gorgeous and yeah, like I said, capturing that sort of like witch of the woods vibe. It's so beautiful and ethereal, and I would like to have one hundred percent of them framed at all times. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's really How beautiful. About that? <laughs> if you it could is. just send me 100 prints, um, that would be great. Thanks. Or take <laughs> photos of me. I mean, I will, I I will model. I volunteer a tribute. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> I don't want to be taking photos for once. Please take pictures of me for a change. Yes, please. (laughs) Thank you all so much for being here with us this week. We hope that you will join us again on Friday, September 17th for our 16th episode of part two. You can keep an eye out on our Instagram and our Twitter and... We just made a Facebook page as well. <laughs> so professional. Very professional. You can follow us at Coffee Cauldrons <laughs> on Twitter, Coffee and Cauldrons Pod on Instagram, or just searching Coffee and Cauldrons on Facebook. Or even better, you can join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your part t- answer your questions in our part two for next time. <laughs> You'll even get to hear our lovely voices for an additional 30-ish minutes um, (laughs) for being in the Patreon casting tier and up. So, again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from At A Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria from At Maria the Arcane on Instagram. (laughs) All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do this. One, One, two, two.